Morongo Casino Studios. It's the Heidi and Frank Show on 95.5, KLOS, and KLOS HD1. Los Angeles. Heidi and Frank Show. We've got our special guest in here, Craig Ferguson. Yes, he's going to be at the Bray Improv this Friday and Saturday. Get your tickets, improv.com slash Brea. There he is. There he hey. is. Hey. Have a seat. <clears throat> I'm so sorry. I feel a little ah. Oh, morning. you're sick. Thanks for coming in. No, I don't feel, I don't feel COVID-y. Okay. I don't feel covid I feel a little monkey pucks. <laughs> oh, no. A little leprosy. Listen, I, I have to tell you, I've got to be full, full disclosure about this. So I find out about uh, 11.30 last night, I said, they said, somebody says to me, somebody who, you know, I'm talking to again this morning, somebody said to me, hey, you got that uh, uh, Heidi and Frank interview tomorrow. I went, yeah, I'll call in uh, in the morning. I said, no, it's not a call-in, it's a, it's a go-in. I went, oh, no. oh, oh, great. So, <laughs> what time? So, so it's really nice to be here this morning. <laughs> Let me tell you this, though, as well, because I got to L.A. a couple of days ago. I go to a Starbucks a couple of days ago. I go to the bathroom. I leave my sunglasses in the bathroom. And just like for two minutes, some guy goes in, takes the worst smelling dump I ever came up. Like this thing, this thing smells like Detroit in 1974. I go back into the bathroom. And this guy is wearing my sunglasses. And then, and then he hands them to me. And I'm like, I have to touch. So you know, I've I've had a bit of a rough time. So this then, is actually the second time. Then when I get here, I get I don't know if if your listeners know, but it's a very luxurious studio here. It's, really, it's yeah. top of the line. It's crazy Hollywood pampering to the stars. So what what happens is I get to wait at Johnny's desk <laughs> while while I come in. Oh, no. So I wait at Johnny's oh, desk, no. and as I went his desk, I happen to notice that his computer is on. <laughs> so I check his browser history. I think you no. may have some legal issues here. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Not surprised. So how are you guys? Down. You all right? Doing uh, great, man. Yeah. Good to see you. Got you. A lot of, you got a lot of ink, Frank. I mean, it's like a lot, and I and I like it. I like. It. I have a lot of ink too. I have a, oh, yeah, a, a yeah, great yeah. deal of it. Do you get self-conscious about it sometimes? I get a little self-conscious about it, about how much ink I have. That, sometimes, but people they're staring and yeah, a little you? bit. And people, well, people say like, "What is what does that one mean?" It's, it doesn't really mean it. It's just a picture of mm. the Scooby-Doo Marvel uh, <laughs> mashup thing. <laughs> did, I, did I hear that right? It's a it's a Scooby-Doo. Mash up with what? With yeah, like with the uh, DC with the DC. Now what's so happening? Scooby Doo like, and Crypto, the the super. No, dog. who's Crypto? Because I remember Scrappy super, Scrappy Doo came. Do. And you remember yeah. Scrappy Doo? Yeah, like course. at that point, I was like, well, this franchise is over. Once you had Scrappy Doo, <laughs> once you had the character in sunglasses, which yeah. today in the Heidi Frank. Uh, I should take these off, but they're prescription sunglasses. Oh, are they? Yeah, see, so I, I feel like, had I known about there was such a thing as prescription sunglasses, I would have never gone to rehab. There's no way that I would have, I would have never... I wouldn't have needed it. I was like, ah, 
that's fine. No, no, no I'm great. Is it, I can keep going. Yeah, is it early or is it really late for you right now? You know, right? Uh, it's, it's bad. So how is everybody all great. right? Uh, Craig Ferguson's here with us. Give me the Bray Improv uh, Friday and Saturday night for tickets. You can uh, go to Brea dot, uh, or Improv. Uh, dot com slash Brea. Uh, you... That's another thing, Frank. They said to me, now, you know you have to go to do the Brea improv. He said, yeah, I'll just phone in. They said, no, <laughs> you have to actually go in person. Comedy the... on the phone. Oh, yeah. my God. <laughs> See, that was, that was the, I mean, I know COVID was bad, but the whole kind of phoning in, uh, like, I yeah. loved all that. I was just Did like... you do the, uh, the, the drive-in comedy where it's like people would come in in their cars like an old drive-in theater and you'd be really? up there and they would flash their lights and or honk for laughing. No, no, I never said that. I never even heard about that. But if I, oh man, if I'd heard about that, I would absolutely avoided it like the plague. That was that's all I said. It's like, oh, that was funny. They're watching it. They're crying, oh, laughing. Oh my god! Oh, tears. No. I, yeah, that's them wiping their face with tears. Oh, no, I don't. I don't think that would have worked for me. No, I. I know. I. I. I just. I was in school. Scotland during the lockdown. Mm. Yeah. So yeah. So it's, now lockdown in Scotland is very different. It's lockdown in America. You know, I think they closed the Piggly Wiggly somewhere. But mm. here, but in Scotland, that like you were shut down. Like you were, you had to stay in the house. You had to stay at home. Yeah, don't go you had anywhere. to stay in the house. Mm. And if you went out, they'd be like, "Where are you going?" Like cops would be like, "Where are you going?" And I'm like, oh, "I'm just going home." And then you would have to go home. It was scary. And how long mm. were you there? Um, about. 150 years. Yeah, we were we we uh my my wife and I were kind of locked in the in the house for a while. We don't usually spend that much time together, but we're still mm-hmm. together. Um, after all that, yeah, after all that, that's yeah, the truth. Although, although I am playing Brea Improv this weekend, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I'll be there in person. Uh, <laughs> did, did you ever uh, do any of those blood tests, those twenty three and Me's or Ancestry.com to find out if you're really from Scotland? Uh, yeah, yeah, I did. And it, it turns out I'm ninety eight percent potatoes. So uh, like, that's pretty much that's pretty much it. Yeah, I, um, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't do that because I think that's how the corporate that's how Bill Gates finds out where you are. Yeah, you know that's how, how many kids, kids find that you Craig too. Ferguson has that yeah. you didn't know about. All of a no, like, come on, that's, what? That's not true. I I know about all my kids. And <laughs> 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 let me tell you, they're expensive little suckers, aren't they? Yeah, absolutely, my lord. And even as they get older, I think, well, it's going to get cheaper now. Like now, college is, is more expensive than Pampers. You know, yeah, somebody said the other day they have a two hundred thousand dollars sweatshirt from that college. Oh my god. <laughs> It's right. funny. I, w- I was driving here today, actually, and my uh, my oldest boy went to a school near here, an expensive school near here, and I was driving by it, and I saw it, and I went, look at those buildings. Look at those beautiful buildings that I, I, I get no benefit from. <laughs> no name on uh, it. Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> nothing. nothing. Yeah. I bought several of those bricks. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Craig Ferguson, uh, Late Late Show with Craig Ferguson, ran for 10 years on CBS. It's it a so fantastic good. show. The, so good. The ridiculousness no, of that. And now uh, on YouTube, a whole other generation is finding it and yeah. playing it. And it's, it's fantastic. I, I mean, do you get recognized on the street by a different generation? It's very funny, actually, because I, I like to do stand-up. I, I, it's what I've done since yeah. I was 20 years old. I like to go and do it. So I go out, and recently I started noticing that the audiences, I like to you know do stand-up to people my age, and I talk about, oh, aren't kids awful and all that kind of stuff? And, <laughs> yeah. hey, do you guys remember the old Henny Youngman routine? And then... <laughs> 
but I've noticed there's a lot of kids, uh, younger people there as well, from the tickety talk and the YouTube and, uh, and all that. They love when you call it tickety talk. Tickety talk. <laughs> hey, the kids, uh, you can see me on the tickety talk. And of course, there are, I work with people and they say, you have to put out a TikTok. And I went, I don't, I don't even know yeah, what words you are no saying. <laughs> it's like, well, just say some stuff into the phone and we'll cut it up and put stuff on it. I'm like, fine. Do fine, it. we'll do it. Yeah. You say you love doing stand up and you've done it for so long, but you've done pretty much everything. Everything. As far yeah. as you know, writing, directing. You call acting, me a whore. Arthur. You're calling me a whore, aren't you? You're just busy. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm and really... wealthy. And is, busy there, and is there yeah. anything like left to do to try that you want to do? Because you've done pretty much everything. You've been. Yeah, I, I kind of. I associate it with with like being a musician. Like, you know, if you had, like, a guitarist here, you'd be like, you played the guitar and a lot of different things. Are you still playing the guitar? I'm like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm still playing the guitar. It's like, I kind of, it's it's kind of what I do. And and, and I, I, I think all the aspects of it, like doing movies or doing a talk show or doing that, it all comes from from the stand-up thing. It all comes right, right, from the right. same thing. It's all really the same thing. Like, you could give everything up, but you're never giving stand-up up. Yeah, or coffee. No, I don't think I was uh, coffee. I yeah. wasn't coming out as like you need to give anything up. I was just being like, you've said I'm gonna, I'm going to go write a book and several books, and, yeah. and now I've done that. So I'm not, okay. Now I've done books, and then I've, I do stand up, and I love doing stand up. But I was I'm also a musician. I've been a drummer in a band, and, yeah. I, and I know how to do that. And I've been an actor, and I've been a, now I'm a director. It's like, is there anything that uh, yeah, I don't think some, I'd be a director again? I'm, I'm, no, no, I'm bad at that. I, I directed one movie, and I, and I I directed the movie, and I wrote the movie, and I was in the movie. And I then I watched the movie when it was done. I went, oh, God, this is a terrible movie. And <laughs> and I and I was like, it didn't turn out the way I wanted it to do. And I went, how could that happen? You were the director of the star. I'm director of star. I wrote the screenplay. Oh, and, no. and I saw and I'm sitting there at the premiere of the movie, going, God, I hate this. <laughs> and I and I I was I was talking to on the late night show. I was talking to Quentin Tarantino, uh, who I don't know if you know that gentleman. He's made a couple of pretty decent movies. Yeah. And I I said to Quentin. I told him the story like I made this movie and I hated it and he went what? I went yeah he went didn't you have the movie in your head before you made it? I went nah he went no you gotta have the movie in your head I said no I just wrote it down he said I don't think you should do, make another one I went yeah alright I won't then okay I won't <laughs> No, I hear that uh, you have a podcast coming out this year. Now, podcasting yeah. is the hardest thing to get into. I mean, it's really hard to get one of those. I, I really, I thought it, for me, I think it was more like uh, it's like getting a Twitter account. <laughs> yeah, exactly. just, just, like, just like someone says, uh, "You want a podcast?" I go, oh, okay. I, Can I do it from home? Yeah, sure. Okay. Well, that's kind of it. I, yeah. I, I thought, well. Okay, I'll do it, but I'm not. I can't do it every day because that's like that's like a job. That's Definitely hard. Like, hitting. I feel like doing this. Yeah, I mean, this is a hard job. I Thank mean, you, you guys, what you do three it. hours a day? Four. Oh my lord! I did a radio show for one of the satellite people. I won't mention them because you're probably in competition. But it was named after a constellation of a, a dog. In yes. the sky, you know mm -hmm. the one I mean. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know the one. I mean. Serious XM. Yes, yeah, serious. Right. <laughs> so, so I did. Okay. I did a show for them for a while, for and it was two hours a day, and I'd signed up for two years to do it. So I'll try. And then I did uh, about nine months, and I called him up. And went, 
can we get me out of this contract? It, it was too much work, and I was doing it from home. Uh-huh. I was yeah. like, no. I what, what time of day was it? Was it mornings? Was it midday? Uh, it was. I think it was like uh, two o'clock to four o'clock in the afternoon or something. So yeah, every day I said every that chunk day. of your day. Like, yeah, oh, my God. Yeah, I mean, I, so the idea of doing four hours a day, I don't think people understand. And having to get up at, uh, at three in the morning to do that. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, that is that, crazy. That's yeah. crazy. For five dollars an hour. Yeah, I I gotta say this. <laughs> Heidi drinks. Yeah. <laughs> no five, kidding. Five dollars an hour. Right? <laughs> well, now I might think about it, you know. It doesn't open it. I didn't realize you were a millionaire. We we were talking to uh, our audience earlier about uh, I guess Michael Douglas and Catherine Zeta Jones. They big age gap, and then mm. they, but they still do like, little sexy things with each other. Like they play golf together. And if she beats him at golf, he has to whip it out on the golf course. And I was asking the audience, "Wow, this is taking an odd turn." Well, you said you mentioned your wife and <laughs> yeah. you were together for so long. I was like, yeah. "Is there something that you guys still do like a little sexy game to keep spark and love and romance alive?" Like, no, that's nothing. No. Nothing. No, no. All right. Well, we we go to Starbucks uh, together, <laughs> and then I say, "Okay, honey, I, I gotta take a dump." And then I I go to the bathroom, and then she comes in and goes, "Oh, I left my sunglasses in here." You role play. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then. Uh, and things get, get a little, a, get a little freaky. Every time. No, I, I, I don't think we do. Maybe we should do that. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. Do you do that? Do you? Yeah, yeah, I used to, if I caught my wife in her underwear in the house, like just yeah. random, like, bumping, I'm like, hey, it's on. You're in your underwear. It's a rule. Mm. Right? Oh, right. Or okay. if we would go to your house, say, like, you invite us over for dinner, you and your wife. Right. Me and my wife would sneak off at some point yeah. and have sex in your house. Yeah, you're never coming to my house. <laughs> yeah. That's what I said, Craig. I moved uh-huh. and didn't tell him where I moved to. Actually, I'm coming yeah. twice. That's why you can do it. Yeah. It's a little easier to do that if Craig Ferguson was having a party where there's multiple people, but when it's just a foursome, that's yeah. what makes it even more exciting. It's like, what are you? How do you, what, wow, you really? Have you done it? When, oh when yeah. it was just like four people, and you were just having dinner. Yeah, four. Yeah, having dinner, and it's like, yeah, I, honey, you come in here for a second. I think I got something in my eye. Oh wow! <laughs> yeah. And then really? Oh, then totally do it. Yeah. Wow. Usually it was like in bathrooms in that case. Craig, the, when you're as quick as he is, it's not like they're gone long. <laughs> Heidi, but that's that's good sign. For a marriage, I mean, if it's still it that fast, then and, and how long have you been married? Uh, uh, 20 years now. Well, there you go. Look that's, at that. That's fantastic. How long have you been married? Uh, um, oh, that's a good question. <laughs> 2008. Uh, 2008. So, uh, so 18 15, would be 15, 15, 15, 15 years. 15. Yeah. Was that your Thank first? You. <laughs> <laughs> You're funny. I, I think. <laughs> <laughs> I think you should have your own show. Right. Yeah, yeah. Takes too much time. It's too no, hard. I, I got I got married. I got married when I was twenty one. Oh mm. no! Uh, to uh, to uh, uh, my wife, I guess, and we got divorced when I was twenty when I was twenty three. And then I was married again a little bit later in California. So that first one obviously was a mistake. But it was a I don't know if it was a mistake. I, it was an adventure. You know, I don't like to say, you know, mistake. That sounds. It made him the man he is today. Yeah, uh, it certainly set me on a path. But there had uh, to be a reason why you decided to get married at twenty-one. Like uh, I decided to get married at uh, twenty-seven. I was married for three years. It was my second time around. Right. And uh, I got married because I moved. I moved from Denver, Colorado, to Los Angeles, and I was like, right. I was always told, well. Uh, she's not going to move with you without the commitment of, do, of being your wife. And I was like, right. okay, so I got married because I was moving. Was there a reason at 21 why you got married? Yeah, I was very high. 
Oh, <laughs> and yes. uh, mm-hmm. and also a lot of people said you're too young to get married, and I was, you know, I'll like if you say that mm-hmm. to me, you know, at 21 now I'd be like, well, no one says to me anymore, you're too young for anything. It's like, yeah. like <laughs> I'm like, are you sure you can do that with your hip? Is that back you know? when you were a bartender? <laughs> yeah, I was a bartender at the time. I was, I was. We lived in, uh, and I worked as a doorman in New York. Uh, when I when I was 21, I lived in New York City with this, with my Scottish wife, and then we we went back and we broke up, and then I I got married again in California, in the 90s. I have to say, California, it, when you get divorced, it's a little more expensive <laughs> oh, than yeah. it is in Scotland <laughs> when you're 21. I was like, oh my god, she gets what? Wow, yeah. that was uh, for oh ever? the half half is the rookie mistake. All, <laughs> all plus forty percent of everything oh. you make for half of the time of the you were married. Oh, Craig! No, my yeah. God, he had to pay for her lawyer too. Anyway, to I'll be that. at the Brea Improv. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Enough of the sad talk. No, no, that's why I'll be at the Brea Improv <laughs> to pay her. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Craig Ferguson, go get your tickets this this Friday oh and Saturday. Improv dot com slash. Brea. Growing up in Scotland, was it a great place to grow up? You know, I, I think it was okay. Uh, I used to think it was a terrible place to grow up, but I've talked to some other people since. It was all right. It's wet. It's wet and damp and cold. And, you know, it's like this fetishization right now of, like, Scotland. I think it started around about Braveheart when it's all like, mm-hmm. Ah, my lady, you're the most beautiful girl I've ever seen. And, oh, I do declare! Yeah, all that kind of stuff. <laughs> no, that's right. When, when Scarlett O'Hara, for some reason, ends up in yeah, Scotland. Like, oh, I do declare! That's Scott closer. Scotland. That's much closer. <laughs> <laughs> But it's uh, it's funny though. My wife was saying to me that uh, we live in this old old house in Scotland, and she said to me that she was reading something on the internet. She said, "I don't get." She's American. Said, "I don't get the uh, the fetishization of Scotland. All this, you know, Scottish men are so attractive." And and I said, "You literally are married to a Scottish man and live in a 13th century house in Scotland." <laughs> She's <laughs> like, yeah, well, that's different. Well, it's not different at all. <laughs> I mean, you're not a fetish object. I went, I am. I am for some people. <laughs> Did you play any sports growing up or uh, any uh, uh, activities? Yeah, there was a, a game we used to play called Running from the Cops. Yeah. <laughs> 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 It's kind of a field sport. Parkour! Yeah, yeah. It was a little bit of parkour. I love how they call it things like that. Like, this is a sport called parkour. You mean, like, climbing places? That's not a sport. That's just, that's just crime. You know? Did you ever uh, break any bones? The worst injury that's ever happened to you? You know, I, a motorcycle accident. Uh, I had a motorcycle yeah. accident when I was uh, 40. No, I'm 60 years old now, and I I, I still have the. Do you, you ride? You, you probably ride yeah. a motorcycle. Yeah. So I went down and I hit my collarbone. Oh. See it right there? Yeah. Yeah. And I and I broke through. This is the truth. I did it when I was directing that movie I didn't like. It was a lunch break, and there was a, a scene in the movie where I had to ride a motorcycle, and the character rode an American motorcycle, but we were uh, filming the movie in the UK. Now the problem is. The, the motorcycle I was trying out was a Harley V-Rod, which is an excellent motorcycle as long as you don't have to go around a corner. As long as you're going on a straight line for 300 miles, it's a beautiful machine. 
But if you're on a, an English country lane and try and go around a corner oh. and it's wet, man, I, I totaled that bike. I totaled it. And your collarbone. And my collarbone and three ribs. And then I was so afraid of getting fired from the movie, I went to the hospital. And look, I, I've been sober for a long time, so I can't take painkillers. If I take oh. painkillers, it's like straight it's back. It's on. Yeah. So, so I, go, I said, what can I take? And they said, well, you can have ibuprofen. So basically, I get three ribs cracked. A broken collarbone. I'm directing this movie. I'm taking Advil, and then I get hay fever. So I start sneezing, oh! and every time I oh sneeze, oh my god, Craig! Yeah, it's like boom, <laughs> boom, at you, boom, oh. and this going off. And I'm directing this movie, and I think I've just figured out why what? that movie sucks so much. If you could have just taken Percocet, that movie would have been a hit. You know, I have to tell you, I had a Percocet once. I had a Percocet once. Uh, it was prescribed to me for I had terrible dental pain. And I didn't know Percocet was a, was like an opioid or something. Mm -hmm. So the doctor, gave it. I, like I call my sponsor and there's people waiting above the house with helicopters and stuff. And I take, the, you know, they open the bottle and the smoke comes out. And, they give <laughs> yeah. me and I take this one Percocet under supervision. I thought, I can never take this again. This is the best drug I have ever had. Yeah, it's good my, stuff. Oh my God, this stuff is you feel deadly. a little fuzzy and cozy. Because I mean, I've taken illegal drugs. Every illegal drug, well, back in the day, I, the new stuff like meth and all that kind of stuff, I, you know, and Kringle or whatever they call it now, I don't know. It, <laughs> I don't know if that's a drug, but they invented new drugs. I don't take them. But up until, up until, I, up until I got sober, I'd taken every drug I've ever heard of, but the illegal drugs are in no way... Uh, reach the quality of legal drugs. Legal mm -hmm. drugs are. Did you ever sell drugs? No. All right, no. so you're just totally no. Just he no. Gave I'm, I'm much more of a customer. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think I think I'm not quite emphasizing how much of a loser I am. <laughs> Oh, I'd shuffle up to guys in streets corners and go, hey, hey, you got anything? You got anything for me? That, that was my look. If you, if you ever, do you ever find a pill just on the floor and just take it, just going to see what happens? No. <laughs> Why Let's would sit here for an hour and see what it was? Yeah. No. That's crazy. I'm asking for That's a friend. Frank. Yeah. <laughs> wow. That's what he does. That's it. I tell you what I did do. Uh, I did do. And I found out later on this is because I did acid quite a lot yeah. when I was in my twenties, and you know, and when I you hear like people like like groovy movie stars, and I was thinking, yeah, I, I microdose with hallucinogens. I'm like, oh, I would never do that. But I'd found out I would go out and I'd drink like twelve pints of Guinness, uh -huh. and then take a tab of acid, which apparently is not how you're meant to do it. <laughs> <laughs> I was like I used to do this bit in stand up. I said, you know, I do that leprechauns, and you know, flew out of my ass. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> I, I would have 12 pints of Guinness, a tab of acid, and then, then things go really weird. Really weird. Yeah, acid's a wonderful drug. Oh, I, it's, it's a shocker. I'd never take it. I'd no, not now. It. No. Back no. In the... I never take any of them now. I'm too no, old. If I, took it, if I take a drug now, it's for incontinence. <laughs> acid fire. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Mm, this is uh, really helping. Yeah, I feel great. I'm backed up with leprechauns. <laughs> I got a whole. Let's get him out. I got a whole line of leprechauns. I got a leprechaun we're, head. We're trapped off. in here. Get us out! Get us out! We're stuck in the Starbucks bathroom. Oh. <laughs> Craig Ferguson, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for coming in. It's gonna be at the Bray Improv this oh Friday, Saturday. Get those tickets. Improv.com/slash Bray and.
Get ready for his podcast to come out later this year. We're going to take a quick break. Come right back. We're Heidi and Frank. Amazing. (laughs)